Welcome back to another episode of Pop Stew. We are here to give you more pop culture flavor for your everyday life. I'm your boy AK, and with me is my co-host, your main man Stubert. And we're back for another episode. First episode was about Marvel villains, so we we talked about our villains and we had our list and our lists were very similar and it was done before Infinity War. And then once we saw Infinity War, we kind of realized we had to throw that whole list out because Thanos the GOAT in the MCU right now. Yeah, he definitely just crawled his way up to the number one spot. Crawl is definitely one way of putting it because he went through the whole MCU to get Abs- there. Absolutely. And so we figured instead of doing the list all over again, we're just going to have a Thanos episode. Thanos and Infinity War episode. So if you haven't seen Infinity War, I don't really know what you're doing with your life. But by now, but it's going to be spoiler heavy. So if you've been living under a rock for like the past month. You should have seen it. There's there's no excuse. There's no excuse. I'm sorry. So it's about to get spoiled for you. If it hasn't already been spoiled for you by now. But we about to get into it. So, Stuber, what do you think of Thanos? Thanos is, this ain't no children's show, but he is the baddest mofo down around this town. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Um, his motivation for what he set out to do when it came to getting those Infinity Stones, um, he basically had this motivation that says, listen, I don't care who you are. I don't care if I got to lose my own family. I don't care if I got to get connected to this person or that person. I got one goal in mind. I'm motivated to do this, and I'm going to see it all the way through. And when you see Infinity War, you notice that it's told from the perspective of the villain, as opposed to the heroes. Yeah, the heroes are in the movie, but Thanos, um, you you get a chance to really see his perspective. Yeah, he's the he's the main character, which is something that they've never yeah, done before. They've never done that before in any superhero movie where you're riding this wave with the villain. This is a Thanos origin story, if, yeah. if that's what you want to call it. He's the one you're following. You're from him from the beginning to the end. It's his journey. And everybody else, your heroes, are kind of like side characters. There. You know, I, I tell you, it's, it's crazy, um, AK, because looking at this, I guarantee you for all the people who got a chance to see Thanos from Avengers up until Infinity War, if you didn't know anything about him, I guarantee you, by the time people left this movie, they went to go Google him. They, they went to him. go buy books. They went to buy the Infinity Gauntlet. Like, my wife needed the Infinity Gauntlet because she was like, I need to know more about Thanos because she she didn't really know about him. Neither yeah. one of us did. And trust was, me, he he's he's put himself as, like, an iconic figure that's out there in villainy. Like a Darth Vader, like... That's what I was, that's what I was like saying. Like a Voldemort. Like he's, he's, he's out there, man. He's, he's in that conversation with... One of the best villains we've seen on the screen. He's up Absolutely. there with Darth Vader and Hannibal Lecter, all those guys. He's in the conversation. The Heath Ledger Joker. Yeah. He's in the conversation. I mean, it's debatable if you think he's number one. That's debatable. But I think you have to put Thanos in that conversation. Absolutely. Especially the time that we're living in. Because we haven't seen an iconic villain. I think the last iconic villain we've seen of that magnitude probably was Heath Ledger. Yeah. You know, and so seeing this... Heath Ledger Joker kind of made... It gave validity to comic book movies. It wasn't its own thing. It could be a drama. It it opened the door for, like, a Winter Soldier to be more than just a comic book movie. Like, Winter Soldier's a comic book movie, but it's also 
a spy thriller. Yeah. So it, it opened the door for all those movies to be looked at as something more than just a silly summer blockbuster comic book movie. Yeah. And Thanos, he's he's determined. I I wish I had the determination that he has because he's really not letting anything stop him from completing his task. He he decides what his task is and he becomes focused to complete it. He's he doesn't care who he has to kill. He doesn't care if he has to go through the whole yeah. Avenger squad, yeah. their friends. And he'll kill he killed anybody. Him. He'll kill his own daughter. He straight up murked Gamora. He did. Like he was conflicted about it, but But he said he wasn't gonna miss out on the opportunity. He was like, It's not gonna happen twice. Bad. I'm not gonna miss my chance twice and just dropped her. And you can see like that that struck him. Like that hit him that cut him yeah. deep. He was conflicted that about that. He mourned it. That that's the crazy thing about this this character. I mean, he has layers. You see what I'm saying? That he's not just the 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 same old villain where, okay, I'm gonna do some bad things, I'm right. gonna, you know, antagonize the heroes, I'm gonna do these things and that's it. You see what I'm saying? His motivation is something that's pure, but he also has layers. He feels. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? He has emotions. There are certain things that he cares about. But when it comes to the goal of what he was looking to do, even for some of you who haven't seen the film yet, his motivation is to bring was it balance to the galaxy? Yeah. I guess so. That, that's he, what he's looking to do. Because Titan didn't have balance. Yeah. And he, he's pretty much all about balance. And he feels like because his planet wasn't balanced, it kind of ate itself to death or swallowed itself whole and everyone was taken out. And he didn't want to see that happen again. So he decided to take half the population across the galaxy. And you know what? When come to think about it, and I've never thought about this until now, he tried to warn the people on his planet. To let them know, hey, this is what's going on. Yeah, that we have this problem. We got like it reminded issue. me of Azad and like Man of Steel, where yeah. he was like trying to warn. Yeah, and nobody, Krypton and, and nobody, nobody would listen to him. Yeah, nobody listened to him. So I'm sure there's there's a part of him that even feels rather rejected. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And now he's in this place where he said, okay, you know what? You guys aren't gonna pay attention, so I'm gonna do it myself. I got it like the post credit like, scene. Like, like fine, scene. I'll do it myself. Fine, I'll do it myself. And he did it. He went through everybody. He did. But but how he did it is just so... Methodical. I mean, for, for those of you who haven't seen this film, in the very beginning, we see him in all of... He's setting out to do. You right. Know, um, for those of you who have seen um, Ragnarok, it, the movie picks up right with them on the ship. And you see Asgardians... Everybody slayed. Out, slayed out. And you see Thanos in the middle of it. I mean, to the M-Dell. point where... Helpless is helpless. Um, Loki's kind of <laughs> a bit fearful. You got Thor that he ends up picking up by his head with one hand. Can we you talk know? about what he did to Hulk real to, quick? To Hulk? Yeah, like, you know what? Hulk, he, he whooped out Hulk where he didn't want to show up in the whole movie. Spoiler alert. There. And you know what? It Hulk's wasn't... in the first five minutes and then you never see Hulk again. You know, and, and you know what? I thought it was crazy because they started out with the theme, you know, from the first Avengers. We have a Hulk. Right. You know, and so... That was like the throwback. And then you never see Hulk again. And then you see Hulk coming out and, you know, he gets a few hits on Thanos. But Thanos has these calculated punches. I mean, he's not just hitting, you know, taking some hits. I mean, I don't know if he's in the gym with Mike Tyson or I don't know what he was doing. (laughs) But But the thing, like, 
His boys wasn't even afraid. They was like, let him have his, his boys fun. Sat like, they back and knew. watched him and said, let him, uh, let him have his fun. Let him do his thing because they knew that he was going to give Hulk that work. He ends up punching Hulk in the throat and then he just gives him some, a combo. I mean, a fury of combos from the head to the chest to the gut. And then the Hulk is staggering. He don't even know what to do. And then he picks him up and just slams him. You know, I mean, I mean, it was almost like watching Friday. You see like, what I'm saying? Ne- like, like we've watching- never seen Hulk get beat down this way. Like, yeah. Hulk's always been like that ace in the hole where, like, yeah. when things are that bad, you call on the Hulk. Well, we can rely on him. But Hulk couldn't do nothing with Thanos. He he tried his hardest, and he just got beat down for it. He did. Hemdell had to save him. He used the last the of whatever one. energy he had. To ship him to Earth. To send him to Earth. Because if he didn't, we probably wouldn't even have seen the Hulk. Well, we didn't see the Hulk anyway. Well, we didn't see the Hulk because it was all Bruce Banner. Well, Bruce Banner probably would have been finished. Yeah, it would have been a wrap on both of them. Because he got... I can't even... I was lost for words when I saw what happened yeah. to Hulk. I'm like, how are you going to do Hulk like and that? And that's within the first five to ten yeah, minutes that's the opening, of the movie. That's, that's the, the opening, opening of the movie. Before we even see the crawl of Avengers, before we see the title pop on the screen, we, you will watch the Hulk. Get his behind handed to him. And then you know what kind of movie you're in for at that point. If he does this to the Hulk, what is everybody else going to do? What can they do? And we find out they can do absolutely nothing. They try. They try their hardest, but uh, they fail. At the end, they fail. We've never seen a movie where the villain has a plan, goes through it, carries it out. And then completes it, and he wins, and he's just chilling, meditating. Like, we've never seen this type of villain do what he does and not get stopped by our yeah. heroes. He 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 wins at the end, something that we don't see. Uh, his motivation is, is something that's really just been so appealing to me because you see he has people around him that have the same goals. But his, his goal is, even when he lost his man, yeah. You know, he said, oh, I figured that would happen. Yeah. Like, he didn't even let that phase him. Like, he didn't even even let that stop him to where he couldn't complete his mission because casualty of war, pretty much. Yeah, absolutely. Because he lost, he lost two. Yeah. He, yeah, he did. Yeah, he lost two, his guys. And then he's torturing Nebula. Nebula. Yeah. Um, I his other daughter I that he really doesn't care about. I can assume he already wrecked Xandar to get the Power Stone. But we didn't even yeah. get a chance to see that. We didn't that. see that, but he takes out a whole planet before we even meet Before Thanos. we even saw him. He already has one of the stones in the beginning of the movie. So he he does that. Oh, he chokes out Loki. Yeah. I mean... Like, Loki tries his mischief thing, and then that does not help at all. Yeah. And he literally crushes his windpipe. Yeah. And then leaves him dead, you know. And um, Thor's powerless to do anything. Like, he just watched... His best friend and brother die. Yeah. And he can't do anything. So we have that. Then he doesn't even have to come to Earth because he has everybody else looking to do other things. You know. Um, yeah, he sends his, his crew out to find the rest of the stones. Like, he comes to Earth when he necessarily has to. And so. And then it's pretty much game over at that point. We could also assume that he's probably killed the Collector as well. You know. Um, yeah, because that was. That he was used just, the reality he stones. That wasn't real. Stone, so it wasn't real. You know, so I'm so sure he killed the collector. He's he's he has that stone and he's motivated to do that. You know, and then now, I mean, the Avengers have the opportunity of getting the stone from. You know, yeah, or, I don't really know 
where they're going to take it from here because it's how do you they've made this villain unstoppable yeah so i don't know what they what they're going to do and for captain captain marvel better be something like she better be i'm hearing she's godlike i'm hearing she's pretty amazing i can't lie i mean i've never seen her in action you know if i had to do some some reading myself some research it, yeah. yeah some research on it you know but thanos all in all man he really has the upper hand and he's you know, with the snap of a finger, took out half the the universe. You know, um, did you see that? The what was it? It was something on on Google for that for Thanos. You know, well, like, I've been just seeing memes ever since it came out. Like, there's been no, I'm talking a about, stream of memes about like the snap and Thanos. I'm and, talking about the, the the website where like you did, yeah, I died. You, you died. <laughs> I died. See, surprisingly, I survived. Yeah, you know? I so died. I have to say thank you, Thanos, for that. You know. Um, and you died? Yeah, I died. My wife died, too. Yeah, I even did it, like, a couple times. <laughs> like, I tried to, like, refresh my screen. I still died. Like, nothing nothing was changing my fate. I did it, like, four times, and I died every time. Yeah, I survived. You know, what I'm going to be doing, I don't have no clue. But Like, you're just going to be there by yourself. Yeah, waiting for the Avengers to handle something. Bring know? everybody back. Use the time stone or something. I don't know what they're going to do. So, with Infinity War, are you, are you hot at uh, Star-Lord? Like everyone is on the nah, net. You know what, man? On the interwebs, yeah, Star Lord's been getting a lot of heat. He is, but he's always kind of been hot headed. Yeah, he's always been hot headed. You know, um, even I don't the know. Guardians, he was hot headed. I don't think. And see, he he he's, he's always been led by emotion. Yeah, and I don't think personally that even with the hit of the gun that he was doing in his head. I mean, you could have waited till they got the gauntlet off. Thank but, you. He could have just waited. Like, and, if he was just going to punch him, like... <laughs> and personally, because he's stronger, and I, I read somewhere that, that because Thanos is so strong, he didn't even really need the Power Stone to beat up the Hulk. So you know he done made work of a uh, Oh, he would Yeah, he, he, he would have ripped him in half, like, he, without he even did, breaking he a sweat. He part and never thought twice about it. The know? only reason he got his hits was because he everybody was distracted. Was, and everybody was holding him back. Yeah. You know, like... Like, he has Spider-Man and Iron Man tracks and... Uh, and Doctor Strange. Yeah, Strange. Like, yeah. he had all them with him. So, it wasn't like it was just him against Thanos, because he would have... Thanos would have made quick work of Quill. Oh, absolutely. And it's not like... He like, if he whooped out Hulk in a couple minutes... Yeah. Yeah, he really did him. He didn't even need the glove to whoop out Quill. Personally, I have to put him at... He, he's my number one villain now. Loki, yeah, Loki mine too. Was there I agree. For, Loki was there for a while. Loki held it down for, like, ten years. Until Killmonger came along, and then you could have that argument. But before Black Panther, it was Loki was their strongest villain. Yeah, like yeah. he was so strong they even made him an antihero because they couldn't. Re- how many stories are you gonna have with Loki trying to take over the world? How many chances are you gonna give him? So you, I like the journey that they put Man. Loki on. He he had a complete journey. He goes from complete villain to antihero, and you have feelings for him. And when he dies, you feel it. Not Absolutely. like another villain who's just a throwaway character. Like, when he dies, you feel something, especially seeing how Thor carries it. Yeah. It's been a pleasure to watch his journey and, like, the whole MCU this past 10 years. And it's I'm excited to see where, where they go next with the new characters like Ant-Man and Captain Marvel, Black mm-hmm. Panther, Spider-Man, Strange. Like, it's it, it just seems to be getting it's better. It's exciting. Better, and they have all these characters to play with. In closing, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Please. And get up. I don't know what you're doing. 
Like, even if you've seen it, like, see it again. Because we're, we're both going to go see it again. Yeah, the way I see it is, if, you, you know, you need somebody to watch your kids, I can do that. But you need to go see it. <laughs> you need to go see the movie. You understand man. the kids' thing. Oh, absolutely, man. So, because that's your life. Yeah, that's, that's, that's where I am right now. So every moment that I get to kind of be away, this is times like this, man. Get to the movies. Go see Infinity War. You're not going to be disappointed by it. You're going to love the villain. You're going to love the characters. Maybe a little sad. You know, you may cry. You know, you're, you're probably gonna cry if you've been. It's gonna be an emotional. Following the MCU since 2008, it's going to be emotional, basically because you're seeing all these heroes you grew, you grew close to, just kind of evaporate into dust, and that's hard to watch. After I saw it, I I, I texted you and I was like, I, I don't like what this movie did to me, man. <laughs> you know, like, that's the funniest thing because I went to go see that Thursday. Yeah, that you Thursday saw it Thursday night, and you had to sit on and, it. And I, and I, you had to sit on I it. I was waiting for somebody to talk about, about it with. And I'm just quiet. Like, yeah, I can't say anything. I can't, whatever. And then all of a sudden, I get this text like, really? Like, <laughs> like I was in shock. That? I was in, I was a complete shock. I'm, we had, uh, me and my wife had like grocery shopping to do. And we're like walking around all these just in a complete awe, like aimlessly, <laughs> not even going down the right aisles. Like I don't, I'm not even in the right frame of mind. And I'm, I'm texting this man at the same time. Like, yo, why does this have to happen like that? Like what, what yeah. did I just watch? Yeah. It took me a day to appreciate how great the movie it, was. It really was. Like, no, you liked it instantly. I, I loved it, man. Like walking out of the theater, I didn't love it. I was like, and see, I'm not. I had to process it. I'm like, not, I def, it had to be a process. When it comes to films, I'm not a walk in the park. You see what I'm saying? Most movies I walk, I said, "Nah, I gotta see that again." Or say, "Nah." I yeah, I know, because that's how you were Last Jedi. You like, I gotta see it again. <sighs> don't please don't get me started on Last Jedi. Anyway, but anyway, I the movie was like you instantly loved that, and usually you're like, "I gotta see it again." Yeah, I I, I really liked it because it was something different. Yeah, it was definitely different. I was not used and to I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting to be taken on that journey with the villain. I wasn't expecting Thanos to be so layered as he was because they didn't really do that going up to it. They just gave you little samples and then you get the main course and you get how see, I think you know complex what? he is as a character. Some of us have like we've grown up with these characters even before the MCU. You know, um, from comics to toys to cartoons to whatever it is. Right. And to get the opportunity to see these characters on the screen, it's almost like we've entered into this great marriage. You see what I'm saying? Yep. From 2008. And here we are, 2018. I'll say this right now. To me, Marvel can do no wrong. They can't do any wrong. Like as, I as have, far as I'm concerned, I, I have trust. all the trust I in the world in what they're gonna do. Kevin Feige and the MCU. Like I, when I go see an MCU movie, I know that I'm gonna get a good movie. Will it be the best movie? I don't know, but I know it's not gonna be bad. It's yeah. not gonna be Suicide Squad or Justice League. <laughs> see, that's wrong. See, I thought no. about that, no, but, but I wasn't gonna throw that in no, there. No, because you know, I'm just, tired. I'm tired of this. I'm not. I'm not pulling any punches with them. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. No, Warner Brothers doesn't know what they're doing. Warner Brothers doesn't know what they're because doing. Because the director, he did, Snyder did have a, a vision. He, he has did. a vision, but they're afraid to let their directors be the director. Like, they don't want to give. And this is what you get. Exactly. You get a mess. So. And it's the exact opposite of what. Yeah, because Marvel's so tight Marvel. Even for the scenes for, like, the Guardians. You got Taika Waititi, who's 
helping out with the dialogue. And you got, yeah, you got you people who are fans of the fans property. Fans of the property, but you got other directors that are coming in to and make they're this not thing fans, bigger than what it is. They study upon it and Absolutely. learn what yeah. the, these characters are. They don't just hop into the seat as director and then like, well, I'm going to just throw stuff against the wall and see what sticks. <laughs> like, they actually study the property or they have writers and they work together. The and people take, who did uh, Civil War, the writers and directors, this is... Their third movie working together. Right. They did Civil War, Winter Soldier, and Infinity War. Infinity War. And they'll be doing the the the, the sequel to right. Infinity War. The Russo brothers and those writers, I, I'm blanking on their name, but they've been a team. And those are three of the best movies in the MCU. Absolutely. That's what they do. They put people in the place, and then they just let them... They trust their director. And that's wow. something I think... Warner Brothers doesn't do. They don't trust the people that they hire. And well, they need to. Well, you know, if I was them, I'd kind of try to sweeten the pot or do something. But that's a story for another day. So, uh, going out, scale of 1 to 10, what are you giving Infinity War? Hmm. Still not my favorite Marvel movie. Right. Agree. I give it 8.5. 8.5, yeah. I give it 8.5. It wasn't... It, it, I'm not going to say that the movie's like the greatest film I've ever seen. But it's it's damn good. It's damn close. Lie. It's it's pretty good, and just the development of the characters and the stories. I mean, they even gave everybody the opportunity to shine. You yeah. see what I'm saying? At least for a moment. With, with we all have those all characters. these characters, like they at least and you get them the opportunity to really show up, man. Like it like was, they get their moment. If you thought what they did in Civil War was amazing and impossible. They up the ante in this because they have twice as many characters and they all get something. Like, you, no one gets overlooked. You remember that they're in the movie. No one gets forgotten about. And that's just amazing. Yeah. I don't know how the Russo brothers did that, but they did something that no one else could do. So you're going 8.5? Yeah, I give it 8.5. I'd probably go an 8. I'm just taking that out because they gave me trauma after the end of the movie. <laughs> Like, I was emotionally distraught. Yeah. I, I didn't know what to do with myself. And I think that's one of the reasons why I give it the point five because the other movies... But it made you... I give it because it, it, it made me feel that. It made you feel certain emotions. And it stuck how with me. Like, comic, it still sticks with me. How many comic book movies can we say that have literally done that? That have tugged on your heartstrings and pulled you in different directions? Right. You see what I'm saying? We see that in a lot of other regular films and dramas. But when you see this in a comic book, film, yeah, superhero film, it's unheard amazing. of. Yeah. And it's still, I think it's one of the best MCU. It's not my favorite. Avengers is still my favorite, but it. I would give it an eight. It's up there. Is it, okay, so is it in your top five? Yeah, it's in my top five. Yeah, most definitely. It's definitely that. in my top I'll five. I will give you that. <laughs> so uh, thanks for listening. Hope you continue to listen to us. We'll have another episode for you next time. Do you want to tell them what it is or you want to let them guess? Well, you'll enjoy it. Yeah, you will enjoy it. Trust me. Especially you, if you grew up in the 80s. You'll, you'll love it. Like if you were 80s baby, you grew up in the 90s, you, you, will, you will enjoy our next topic. So stay tuned for that. As always, I'm AK. And your boy Stubert. And we are signing off for another episode of 